0: If you're ready to get inspired learn grow evolve to connect and up level your life then you've come to the right place i am beyond excited that you're here so let's dive in Hello, hello, welcome back to the yoga inspired life podcast and welcome to a very astrology filled episode with our resident astrologer, my personal astrologer and friend Julian Elizabeth. If you are an avid listener of the podcast, then you are already very familiar with Julian. But Julian is an astrologer, writer, and embodiment teacher. In this episode, we just kind of dive right in. I included a little bit of our pre recording catch up because it was just such a profound moment for me and a great example of why I love talking with Julian and why I love astrology so much. If you listened to episode 157, What You Focus on Expands, I spoke about the random day I woke up feeling sad for no reason, and she offered some insight for why that may have occurred, which just made me feel so validated and in addition to that we discuss the Venus retrograde that just occurred July 22nd to September 3rd and how it may affected some of us in regards to how we relate to all things in our inner world and outer worlds why you may have felt a little stagnant during the month of August if you're in the same hemisphere as I am we also touched on the most recent Mercury retrograde in Virgo as well as the upcoming eclipses and what they may mean for us energetically we spoke about what to expect in the coming months some dates to be mindful of as well as her suggestions for what we should be focusing on during the fall equinox and of course we get into my personal chart a little bit at the end Before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to share a couple of other episodes that I have done with Julian that might be a fun listen for you if you haven't already listened to them. Episode 144 was a personal episode. It was a birthday recap for me, and we spoke about solar returns plus current astrology insights, which might tie into some of what you'll hear today. Episode 124 was reflecting on 2022 as well as her astrology insights for 2023, which also could be a relevant listen. Episode 113 is on retrogrades and some personal realness episode 82 astro cartography which is a very interesting aspect of astrology if you're not familiar with that definitely add that to your to be listened list and we have a couple other episodes sprinkled in here and there but the other one that I wanted to mention is episode 18 which is our very first episode we ever did together three years ago all things astrology. And if you are new to astrology, that is a great episode to listen to. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode with the beautiful Julian Elizabeth.
1: We're talking Uh, on a full moon, which is super epic. I was like, oh, of course we booked
0: this. Oh, we're talking on Um, a full moon.
1: Yeah, the full moon is No fucking
0: wonder. Yeah.
1: Oh, girl, things are crazy, right?
0: (laughs) I have been feeling it Uh last night and I two nights before couldn't sleep I was up every hour yeah. couldn't fall asleep I didn't have a good sleep and it was like we did have not an issue last night but I felt really triggered and it was mm-hmm. like this whole thing and we got through it and, and communicated but I was like why is this happening like
1: wait, why do me, I feel like, so... let me double check your chart real quick That's so I have your chart pulled up interesting Pisces is wait where are you Um, yeah Pisces is your fourth house so it's like safety and security so that is getting triggered for you to release something
0: oh my god I'm literally gonna cry two days ago par for the course Shayla (laughs) I woke up I mean we might just I might just include this (laughs) for sure (laughs) whatever I woke up on Monday so sad and I could not figure out why I felt so down I did not feel like myself I felt like this heavy sad energy moving through me. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I did like do things during the day, tried everything I could. And I actually just did a podcast episode on this, but I was doing everything I usually do to get my spirits lifted and nothing was working. And I couldn't understand what was happening. And it wasn't until the next day when I was reflecting on it that I realized that, side note, everything is wonderful in my life. I really don't have anything to be sad about. My apartment's amazing. My dogs are great. My work is great. My friends are amazing. My boyfriend's amazing. I'm so happy. Like everything. But you're a human with feelings. Right. But I woke up the next day and I was sitting and reflecting and I had this intuitive feeling that it was repressed trauma and sadness Mm. and heavy shit from my past that I needed to let go of. Wow. in order for me to up level. And it could be that you're finally, not finally, but like you're
1: feeling safe and secure enough in so many whole areas of your life that when we reach that foundation of safety, our body actually starts to release the things that we're scared to let go
0: of. That is so insane. And I know I say this all the time. I mean, you know, I believe wholeheartedly in astrology and, and the moon and all of that stuff, but I just don't have the capacity to track it. But every single time- I check in with you or I I'll go and Google it. Cause I'm like, why yes. am I not sleeping? Well, why am I feeling crazy? It's mm-hmm. always in alignment with what's happening planetarily. And it's yeah. just, I can't believe you just said that. That makes me feel so validated.
1: That's the best outcome that I find from astrology personally. And then in my work with people is that we feel seen it's like, Oh, I have this reflection and Pisces can feel really like unmoored like unconnected or ethereal or overwhelming because it's water it's very emotional it's very intuitive and so whenever we hit this full moon in Virgo season it's sort of like these deeper undercurrents that may block us from creating structure progress Mm -hmm. in our life and for this year specifically it's really all about like taking responsibility for that and Consciously saying, maybe I'm safe enough to let this go, or I'm receiving security in this relationship or through my career that I can let go of some of these attachments to drama or pain or, you know, unconscious insecurity, whatever's coming up.
0: I just wrote in my journal this morning and over the last couple of days, the same thing keeps coming up, which is can I give myself permission to settle into this happiness? Yes. There doesn't need to be a struggle. I'm writing the same thing in my journal right
1: now. It's I keep like looking
0: around every corner, waiting for something to happen, waiting for, okay. It's like, what if you do get everything that you want? What if you are allowed to be happy? Right. What if your
1: needs are being met in abundance and that Mm. you actually can live from this place of wholehearted yes for all of it? Totally.
0: Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so glad cool. you're here. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. We're just Thank diving you. in as per usual, as we do. We always have a little catch up before we start recording and then mid catch up. I'm like, See where it goes. let's just start. What are we doing? What do we think we're doing? <laughs> um, I'm so happy to have you here. I know that the Fall Equinox starts on September 23rd this year, I believe. And I thought it would be fun to chat about what we have going this season and maybe what's currently happening, what we can look forward to. And of course, as everybody knows, I'm an open book. We can chat a little bit about my chart currently, maybe at the end. How do you feel about that? I've got it ready. I'm stoked. I love it. <laughs> All right. Where are we at? What's happening?
1: Wow. It's been quite a summer season. Well, at least in our hemisphere, but mm. cancer, Leo and Virgo did not disappoint. And um, this was you know, kind of set up to be the more uh, spicy feeling season of the year. So Leo season held Venus retrograde, which is one of the most major transits in astrology. It's one of my favorites to study because it's really about our relationship to everything. It's feminine, it's love and romance and beauty, our relationship to our bodies, money. I mean, you name it, Venus uh, is the closest planet to us on earth. It has such a significant influence on us. And her retrograde pattern is um, one that we can study over our whole lives because the way Venus retrogrades uh, is that she takes uh, retrogrades in five signs every eight years for our whole lives. And mm. so we get to kind of reorient ourselves and cycle over our relationship to Venus. Um, and so It lasts for a month and a half. It started on July 22nd and it goes went until September 3rd. And these seven weeks are really all about diving into our own shadow and our own relationship to everything. And so it can really slow things down like retrogrades do, meaning money isn't flowing as well, are the validation we want from relationships, we can get into more arguments, there can be more tension. And there can also be tons of opportunity as well, deepening intimacy in our relationships. I kind of think about it as like, The relationships to others and to ourself and to other things, the aspects of those that are maybe healthy or functional will be highlighted. And the aspects that are dysfunctional or unhealthy will also be highlighted. So it's kind of a make or break time of raising our standard and saying, this is what I'm available for. This is the standard I want to live by. And all of that occurs usually over seven weeks, which for us has been all of August, where we kind of get faced with what we're we're ready for and step into kind of a new foundation. So a lot of the fall season or a lot of the equinox to uh, solstice is about integrating that into a new level of what we're here for. So this is what I'm, these are the types of relationships I want in my life. This is the type of money I want to make. This is the type of purpose that I want to live into. And so I think that we're going to see a lot of us really recognizing that the season past has shifted something within us that is causing us to level up, make more, create more, have more clarity and really stepping into like a level of individuality that can really contribute to our lives in a more powerful way.
0: I have seen All of those things play out in my life, actually, to be honest with you. I'm thinking back to July 22nd, and I'm like, actually, yeah, things. nothing was inherently wrong or terrible, but definitely all of those themes play out. The slowing of projects or creativity, even I wouldn't call them bumps in my relationship, but things coming up within me where I am looking at the way that I'm showing up and things that I want to let go of and things that aren't serving myself or my partner. And that's just so interesting. Yes. It's
1: something that I have been coming back to because, you know, I study this, I map it months in advance. I have conversations with clients about it. And then I'm in the thick of it. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? on?" (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, take your own medicine. Um, And for me, I always travel in August. I come back to the East coast and see my family and kind of, you know, check in with different people that I love out here. And so I always sort of anticipate a lull in certain things, like I'm working less, I'm, you know, away from my people, where I live, home, all those things. But this year has just felt like, uh, what is going on? Where am I going? And it brought me back to conversations I had with people in my beginning of the year sessions, Mm -hmm. where I reminded every single person that came to a workshop or sat with me, you are going to feel creatively, relationally, emotionally and financially stagnant or blocked during the month of August. And you have to remember that it is not permanent, but it's an opportunity to really explore the deeper wellspring of creativity in life that exists because we get so much validation from how our partners communicate to us, how much money we make, how many deals we sign, how beautiful we feel. And when all of that starts to get a little bit murky, like it does during a Venus retrograde, We have to really confront ourselves and see like, "Mm, maybe I can go deeper in how I relate to myself or my worth instead of just like, oh, I'm signing a bunch of deals or my partner's telling me I'm beautiful and awesome. Maybe I can communicate differently, ask for what I need, find this support through myself. And that's what this is all about.
0: Totally. And trust that intuitive nudge that you might be getting now around this time. You said it, things started to shift. What at at the end of that was September 3rd. Yeah. So that was around the time that I started to think, sorry to cut you off, but where Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, how are we going to move forward? Yes. What's our plan forward for the end of the year?
1: Yes. And what's so perfect about this is that Mercury went retrograde at the end of August until um, September 14th. And so we move from Venus retrograde into Mercury retrograde, which is like all this stickiness into, all right, let's reflect and think about it. How do we want to get smart, organized, and more efficient with things? So this Mercury retrograde was in Virgo, which is all about simplicity. So it's like, let's throw out these thoughts. Let's you know, go through that cluttered pile that's been building all season because it's a busier season. And let's, you know, get back to the flow of September and October. And so October is all about everything starting to move forward with Mercury and with Venus. Um, Libra season, which starts the equinox, is really a great time for us to be focusing on cleaning up these relationships. So what's come up? How do we want to move forward? What is the clarity we have now? And that really also includes our own relationship to ourselves. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Uh So, like my homework and my invitation is to really identify like what agreements need to be made, what boundaries feel good. I what just limits wrote out a list good. of boundaries.
0: That's yeah. so funny. Yes. Like, what
1: do I need to feel safe and supported? Go out on friend dates, take yourself out on a date, romance yourself, be with your loves, like come back into a sense that relationships aren't always sticky because this past Leo season. Maybe they have felt sticky and things are starting to flow now that we're in Libra season. And that is going to catalyze a lot because Libra season also includes eclipses, which tend to just shift a lot of things around for us.
0: In what ways do they usually shift things around?
1: So eclipses, they are um, in like more ancient times. There were times where um, those in power would consult with astrologers to uh, get a deeper understanding of sort of like how fate was going to play out, and the invitation during eclipse season, which happens twice a year for us. That's the fall in the spring, and depending on your hemisphere, it's either or. It, it's a time where the best approach is to kind of take your hands off the wheel and see how things land. So we've had this build up through you know September. We hit into October now, and. Things are going to play out how they play out. And the best way that we can approach it is to just take care of ourselves. That's why I say like you're doing all this reflection through September naturally through these retrogrades. What boundaries do I need so that I can take care of myself and feel supported so that, say, an opportunity comes that changes my life? I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, So you can expect eclipse seasons to be times where... There's movement in the sense of um, people move during this time, job changes can happen, unexpected windfalls. It doesn't need to be something that's good or bad. And I encourage people to think about it that way, that like, there's a lot of fear-mongering in astrology and like anything spiritual like this, where it's like, oh no, Mercury retrograde, be scared. It doesn't have to be good or bad. It's opportunities for change. And so the best way we can approach change is to become resilient through it.
0: It's inevitable. Yeah. And stay open and trust that even if something doesn't pan out the way that you think you want it to, gosh, I can think back to so many things in my life. And I'm like, thank goodness they didn't turn out the way I wanted them to because I wouldn't be where I am now. You know? Wow.
1: And true perspective is when we can find gratitude for the things that were the worst. I have finally hit this point of like with my previous relationship, which was really toxic and harmful of recognizing how much growth that catalyzed to create like the deep love that I have for myself that makes me available for real relationships and real confidence.
0: I have been in the same boat and I also was thinking the other day how I really must've needed to go through that to be able to appreciate the type of person that I'm with now fully, you know, and to be so committed and loyal and appreciative and present and all of those things, you know, and it is an interesting and amazing place to be in where you can find gratitude for the things that almost broke you, you know, because they didn't break you. They brought you back together and closer to your true self. So well said. I think about in like my current
1: relationships that I have a sense of trust because I walked with myself through like hell. Mm-hmm. And I have this relationship with myself because of it that allows for me to
0: grow in relationships in a deeper way because I, I know I've got me. I was just going to say that. Cause you know, that no matter what I always say, I'll be okay. Yeah it might be hard. It might be sad, oh my but gosh, like, I, I know that. how to be
1: with myself through grief yes. and like, I know how to rebuild my life from like shambles. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. And like, totally. woo, yeah. So, yeah, you know, I love it, that. it really like, it speaks to where we're at collectively too, because, um, every set of eclipses has themes and we kind of walk through those themes over a period of about 18 months And we just started a new sort of chapter of of theme in um, the eclipses that we're going to have in October, October 14th and 28th. And then this coming spring as well, um, April and May, which is Aries and Libra. And so these two themes are really helping us to attune to what our true wants and our true needs and our true desires are. Um, And with that, we're really kind of tapping into the shadow of Libra, which is like subtle layers we might abandon ourselves or, you know, get caught up in people pleasing in a way that's not actually truly honoring of ourselves. And what all of those things do, like, you know, the the abandonment and the people pleasing is it erodes our ability to truly connect and have the relationships that we desire. And so the outcome of these eclipses that are going to play out over, uh, October over May, next October, the following May. So about four cycles, mm. um, is to really truly embrace like a secure independence that I'm sovereign. I'm myself. I got me. And then it can be in a real relationship that's authentic. Right. And so there's deeper self-trust is everything that we're talking about more genuine relationships that feel safe and secure and healing where we can show up for each other from a place of like, I want to show up for you, not because I need to, or you need me to. And that's like, that's the real intimacy that I think collectively we're craving and we're ready for. And that, you know, when we can all show up as ourselves, we can recognize what our individual gifts are and we can actually make real social change. Cause we're not trying to like follow groupthink or be the same. We're saying like, I'm Shayla, and this is my magic, and I'm Julian, and this is my magic, and here's how I can catalyze real change.
0: Yeah, I love that. If there were a few main things that we should be focusing on in this season, what would you prescribe to us? Oh, I love that question.
1: I would say, number one, slow down. (laughs) That is like my 2023 slow down, slow down enough where you can really be tapped into exploring what you truly need or want. Sometimes for those of us who stack on a lot of things and also are like hyper independent, which I think you and I both can be that way. Yeah. As we're learning in relationship, it's harder to connect with that subtle voice that can express what we truly want or need. Because for me, I have this like louder voice that's like, I got it. I got to get it done. I got to accomplish. So slow down, especially through like Sag season and Cap Capricorn season um, so that you can really attune to, to what you want and need Um, learn about kind of the difference between rules and boundaries. And one way that I think about it that's really helped me this year is the question, what am I available for? Mm. And setting boundaries from that place, which is much more self-oriented and self-reflected. So instead of thinking, I want this person to stop doing this to me, I've started to really root into this question of, I am not available for this person to treat me in this way. And so what am I available for? Maybe it's not having this relationship close to me at all. Maybe it's just a once a month relationship. Maybe it's only when I'm in this kind of feeling. So then I can really think about what actions I'm taking.
0: I love that. What am I
1: available for? Yeah. What else for the rest of this year? I mean, we're closing up the year. And well, we'll I, have you on
0: at the end of the year. Yeah, I think like, <laughs> like we do,
1: but maybe just for season, like recognize that your, your true service is to tend to yourself and to maybe recognize that it's a whole lot easier to work on your capacity to hold change and the fluctuations of our lives than to try to control circumstances to resist change and the things that arise. So breathwork, meditation, journaling, staring at a candle, unstructured downtime, all the things that we talk about all the time.
0: Yeah. Slowing down.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Finding stillness. Yeah. Give yourself hand massages. Get some nice scents in your life. Focus on the slowness of cooking a good meal.
0: Are there any dates that we should be mindful of.
1: Yeah, so the two eclipses that I mentioned are October 14th. We're going to have the uh new moon in Libra. And for that one, it's the first new moon in this new cycle that really speaks to like the fresh start of beginning to recognize maybe some of these more subtle patterns of how do I cultivate relationships that aren't based on drama or trauma that are actually genuinely life-giving and supportive for growth um, so welcoming that over that um October 14th and then October 28th is the full moon in Taurus and that's the last big eclipse within this cycle that we're we experience from 20. 20- to present. And so we're closing a cycle that began in 2021 at the end of October that I would say at the end of October, really give yourself opportunities to recognize the change that's occurred for you, how much you have grown. I am really confident to say that everyone listening has grown in tremendous ways since 2021. So give yourself the opportunity to demonstrate that, maybe prove your limiting beliefs wrong, Um, recognize that in order to move forward, you may have to let go of some things. And so love yourself through that process, especially if it's hard for you to let go of
0: things. Yeah, that sounds like a good day for my the yoga inspired life program babes to go back through module one work. It's all about limiting beliefs and looking into what you can let go of and and how you've grown and reflection. And when I even just start to think about where I was at that time, where a lifetime away from it. it feels like, Oh wow. That's <laughs> in a good like way, you know, a
1: good module for us all to check in with.
0: Yeah. I do love summer. I'm obviously a big summer girly, but I love the end of the year because I do love a good self-reflection moment. Oh, yeah. It's empowering and it's powerful. It's empowering if you feel like you've grown a lot because you feel that momentum and motivation, but it's also empowering to recognize where you maybe took a misstep or what didn't work. And that can kind of light a fire under your butt to get going in a different direction or pivot. And I just think there's nothing better than self-reflection.
1: Oh, I love self-reflection. And the Sagittarius season and Capricorn season are all about that too. You know, the end of the year really closes similar to how it started. It's more slow and reflective. If you can recall back to the beginning of this year, um, most people that I, I talk to, we're just like, I can't believe it's already September. And part of that is because the year started out really slow with Mars retrograde, and we have an episode on that from mm-hmm. a couple of months ago. So it's kind of awesome self-reflection exercise to go back and listen to
0: some of our episodes. That's a great idea. You guys, I will link those episodes in the show notes, but this is why I love doing this with you.
1: I know it's such a good (laughs) check-in. It's such Um, a good check-in. Yeah. Like we have our final Mercury retrograde at the very end of this year. Maybe that'd be a good time for us to check in because it starts December 13th and it ends on new year's day, January 1st. And so literally baked into the astrology this year is reflect especially on your life because all the mercury retrogrades of 2023 were in earth signs which is all about like the tangible like what actions have i taken where are my missteps um where am i blocking myself from materializing or manifesting so great energy through december to just think about the ways that you are approaching the practical parts of your life, approaching your ambition and your goals for yourself so that you can set yourself up for 2024, which preview all the Venus or all the Mercury retrogrades in 2024 are in fire signs, which are all about like tapping into a new visionary energy and Mm. innovation and creativity and pioneering. So this reflection through the end of this year is so key for getting the clarity and, and momentum to create and,
0: 2024. A hundred percent. We're having you on for <laughs> a December episode because we need to touch base on that. That sounds mm. so good. And twenty twenty four sounds exciting. Right? I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that I might have missed that you want to add into current fall well, things? I think rather than kind of get into
1: like the nitty gritty, those are the major things that I would say are important for the fall season is the eclipses and the integration of these retrogrades. What I want to pose is just maybe a reflection question that can be really great for integration, which is where do I make things more complicated than I, than they need to be? I think a lot of us do this and I think about it as like, sometimes I'll call it like french fries for my brain like I just like to eat junk food sometimes where I'm just thinking about things that are just not that good for me (laughs) and it's part of my ego brain's way of making meaning and um, whatever it's doing in there but that question where do I make things more complicated than they need to be dovetailing into the question how could it be even easier
0: I love that I did an episode not too long ago about are you creating more struggle for yourself than there needs to be? Because I can be pretty good at this. Oh yeah. It's something I'm working on. Why do um, we do that? Why? Oh man. It, I think that it is something that you can work through and get past, right? It takes that self-awareness around it and recognizing in the moment. And I'm starting to lately because yes. I'm I'm on high alert for it. I'm like, what? what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? Does it need to be this complicated? What would happen? This is like what we said at the very beginning when you and I started chatting, what would happen if I just allowed myself to enjoy this? Why do I have to create drama and issues for myself? It's okay. You are allowed to be happy. You're allowed to enjoy, etc. I think a lot of it comes down to safety and that when our nervous systems
1: have been on high alert from life, modern day worlds, our, past relationships, our childhood, stuff we inherited, everything to make meaning and go into the mind and look for what's not safe gives this perception that we're under control or we've we've got it that we can depend on ourselves. Yeah. And so when we can stop and resource ourselves, come back into our bodies, remind ourselves that we're safe, maybe that's part of that check-in of like realizing that we're caught up in that what's going to go wrong and then tapping into Actually, all of my needs are met in this moment.
0: Love that. Solid fall equinox (laughs) deep dive we just did. All right. Before I let you go, as we do, let's air out my dirty laundry. Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) let's do a little dive into my chart why not yes
1: let's do it it's one of my favorite parts of connecting equinox starts out for you in your 11th house so you kind of start the season with with your social life i could see fall being a time where you might be exploring especially with the eclipses that are during the libra season um kind of I think we talked about this in the solar return session that we did, but really exploring what social obligations or commitments or opportunities are right for you and becoming or integrating more discernment maybe, or integrating some of this Venus retrograde work of um, the level with which you want to sort of maybe take your brand or your personal social life, your connection with community, your goals for the future. So I see this first start into the, the fall season as being really an opportunity to kind of maybe the, the way I'm seeing it is like expand mm. your footprint or your vision for what's, what's beyond, right? Like what is the highest peak that you can see in your vision for yourself? And maybe touching into that and seeing from that place, well, what's the next highest peak and like letting yourself get a little bit scared and excited about that. I think scary and exciting as like an emotional pair yeah. really catalyze so much growth for us. Sounds maybe good. just being open to it, you yeah. know, like might not necessarily be something that you have to consciously do, but maybe there'll be opportunities where you see or recognize new expanders in your life or new levels of growth that can really like motivate you in a new way. Yeah. Love that. So yeah, these eclipses really touch into creativity and the North node in Aries for you over the next 18 months really speaks to, I think, tuning into what really like lights you up and turns you on with the work that you do, with your relationships, with your life in New York, with the world, and starting to sort of like slice away at what doesn't. And so your life becomes even more fruitful or juicy. And you can really, I think, tap into what you've been saying throughout this conversation, which is looking around and saying like, well, why can't I fully enjoy this? And maybe it's about clarifying what you truly enjoy so that you can really like savor that bliss. When we get into Scorpio season, I I really would love to just see you rest. It's the 12th house in your chart, which is all about sort of drawing back a little bit, a little bit more retreat so that you can kind of reconnect with your spiritual sense of self. Um, Maybe that's getting back into some of your routines or practices. uh, You know, as you're wrapping up, maybe your program or the busyness of Libra season and the equinox, this could be a really nice time for you to just get quiet. Maybe you go upstate for a weekend and have like a solo sabbatical or vision quest or something like that. Um, that would be really nice to do during the, I mean, the Taurus full moon on the 28th of October or the Scorpio new moon would be a really nice time for that too. And then finally, I think, you know, Sag season, will just kind of go forward through fall really is Libra season, Scorpio season and Sag season. Sag season for you is your first house. And that's kind of like a re back to self. Like think about it like a little bit of a homecoming or, um, an opportunity to explore this question of who am I? And so that Scorpio retreat can be so fruitful for that or so beneficial for that because you've gone back to yourself and you've sort of maybe done the, the deeper reconnecting to your core inner self. So that when you get into Sag season, you're really anchored in that. I know who I am, and when that vibration is really strong and that connection is really strong, it emanates out and it becomes magnetic. So Sag season could be a a good magnetic season for you to draw in more of that vision that you've been working with through Libra and Scorpio. And it also opposes with the Gemini full moon, your seventh house where you've got Venus and Jupiter, and that's relational. So that's a good time to just maybe deepen your bond and partnership or open your heart. In new ways, explore, make it romantic and sweet. Yeah. Why are you smirking like that? I'm just happy. <laughs> you look, like, <laughs> it you look like you're up to something. What oh no, you, you know me? Shayla, we've been like, talking for like two years, and like in those two years, I think I have gone through so many like harder chapters of my life, and I'm in this place where I'm just genuinely happy, I and so it's that. like I'm just beaming because I have that's to tell you, what your my face heart feels looks
0: like. different.
1: Yeah, in a I'm good a little way. bit of Shape shifter. So when mean, I'm radiant, I mean, I'm radiant. You
0: are really, truly <sighs> radiating joy and happiness and bliss and peace and beauty. I mean, you're always beautiful, but you can just—it's it, amazing, really. It's the power of shadow
1: work. You surrender and you do what you need to do. You cry on your bedroom floor if you need to, and you pull yourself up, and the blessings can come. I believed it before, but the last six months have fully. Delivered on that promise.
0: I'm so happy for you and proud of you. That's not easy work to do. You
1: know, I'm proud of you too. I'm so inspired by by the life that you've created and it's been really fun to tap in with you and also to see like the momentum that happens when you finally reach a point of knowing what's next Mm -hmm. for you. Like you knew New York and we talked about it and then real quick it all came together and I'm experiencing that as well. So it's just really cool when knowing comes into someone's field and into the body how quickly things organize to place us where we're supposed to be. It is such an
0: amazing thing. And it's hard to explain into words, but you just feel it.
1: Yeah, you know. It's
0: just this inner knowing that this is what's meant for me. And it might not make sense to anybody and it might not even make full sense to you, but you just know and it's an easy decision.
1: It's like, how many times have I rolled my eyes at someone saying, when you know, you'll know. Totally. How many times have I then said it to someone else and been able to really like giggle at myself. Of, like Totally. I promise you'll know. It's like
0: such a wink that you have to say it with. Totally. I've been there too. I know. And I find myself doing that in so many different ways. And even with New York, where I'm like, I just knew. I don't know how to tell you. <laughs> I, well, you I remember you know. I remember saying
1: this when I moved to LA 10 years ago that, and I lived in Chicago before that, that the roads felt like roads I knew. And I just was like, oh, I live here. And then when they stopped feeling that way, I was looking for
0: that similar feeling. I love that. Thank you so much for doing this with me today.
1: Oh, it's such a privilege. I love getting to connect with you. And I love the community that you you cultivate. Thank such you. amazing people. I'm grateful for everyone that I've gotten to talk
0: to within this community. And
1: I love the work that you do.
0: Thank you. We love you back. And I will leave links to all of your stuff in the show notes as well as are you still offering a little discount to listeners?
1: Yeah. The code is T Y I L. You can tap it in when you schedule. um, And there you go.
0: And that's a wrap on another episode of the yoga inspired life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast. So every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening and I'll catch you next week.